Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which is, you know, very, very into Netflix and chill. So, you know, Hulu and Doc Watch. And so it's a lot of like ordering in. It's a lot of Thai, a lot of pizza, a lot of like, you know, I've been into goop delivery. You know, it's all of that. And then at the end of the day, hopefully something mildly sweet that we've kept in our cabinet, like a little piece of dark chocolate or like a, like a fruity gummy situation. Anyway, hi. Hello. Uh, we are talking <laughs> Poor about. Wa. No, Poor I. Just... <laughs> Poor walk. Can you imagine having to be with me? Gahadam. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I was like, what's Hulu Doc? You know, that's what happened. And then I just, okay. my brain just went on a tangent. Stop there. Yeah. Stop okay. there. Like, what's, what is that? And also, what's Goop? You know, like, is that oh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mm, food company? Yes. Yes, it is. So, Gwyneth Paltrow's food, Gwyneth Paltrow's food company has like, and this is obviously not sponsored, and she's welcome to sponsor us. Anyone's welcome. By the way, anyone's welcome to sponsor us. I just, so if, we, if that hasn't been clear, like if you want to sponsor us, come come away. So anyway, c- come our way. Anyway, but my whole point of this is, this is not sponsored, but I'll tell you, yeah, she opened um, three locations in LA and just a brand new location by my dad's house uh, in the Orange County area. And um, she has like two, three concepts, the regular concept, which is Goop Kitchen, where she, it's like, you know, I like their like turkey, you know, handheld lettuce wraps and stuff. And then she has like a rotisserie chicken kind of like line and then she has like an italian line so it's like serafina goop rotisserie or goop kitchen again not sponsored do you think i was wow i was just kidding and i thought i was making like a really clever joke by guessing that and then it was that and then i'm like also how long have you been secretly going to this place where you know so much about it so during the Hollywood Fringe Festival, I uh, w- knew that I was not in the place to take care of myself in the accoutrements that I was uh, and I had and for various reasons in my apartment and what I could do to, to, to cook and also have nutritious food at my disposal. And so I one night reg- figured out that I could just order delivery from her and it's just really healthy food that is like pre-packaged almost like a you know you can have like a meal delivery program almost so I that's I, I did that to get through some days and oh. uh, it's a very big privilege right what a privilege that I did that but that is what happened again it's not sponsored because I paid for that Oh, yeah. Um, well, you guys, this is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 sure. Days, season mm-hmm. six, episode nine, The Big Chill. And we mm-hmm. learned a lot just now. And we want to, you know, thank Chris for giving us a peek into that. I mean, I really thought that was, I thought you were about to laugh and you were like, oh, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. I know. I, know I thought it. I was being so clever. Okay. So let's jump right in and let's talk about Cleo and Christian. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, what do you think? Uh, you know, I just, it's just (laughs) very awkward, obviously. And you want so badly to shake a girl and just be like, babe, he's just not that into you. And even if he was, you deserve better. So it's like either one of the answers. That's why he's just not that into you is such a great, well, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. It's not a great thing. But this is what it is. If someone's not treating you the way that you should be treated or making you feel the way that you should feel, which is attractive and wanted and not like overly. It's I know it's a balance because we have people that make people feel like overly, you know, needy. It's like, you, but you, 
there's a push pull, but you, you, you know, it's, we see some pictures we've seen their kind of cam. We've seen how he's been in front of her. He, you know, it, it mildly feels like Christian didn't know that he'd be on a show and was just like, I'm going to meet like a fun trans lady. And then somehow was on the show and then started talking about it to his family and then realized that there's like maybe some other people's like, you know, ignorant views on that. And then he internalized them up until this point that now he's, when he's with Cleo, he can't get over these like internalized. I don't know what it is. Cause it feels like, well, how did you get here? If you weren't, attractive and open to this because he feels incredibly closed off and almost like not attracted to her even though she's fabulous and elegant and classy i find her style like you know admirable and you know so anyway so we can go into like the play by play they're going to go to portobello market which uh you know is one of her favorite places in london you know which i never heard of portobello market and i really don't like mushrooms so either way i was like oh i don't know maybe i would have bypassed that one um but yeah he uh you know it's cleo says so far it's been good and it's been bad and i'm like has it been good it's been tolerable and awkward and not for you most of the time you've been teetering on it and whether you feel like you you know sometimes i'm like i feel bad for cleo because maybe it's hard to tell what's truly awkward and not for you and wrong in the moment and when you might feel like you read social cues differently than others especially if you've been told and labeled as autistic because then you might feel like you have to second guess things when something and you might not be able to trust you know we always say trust your instincts and if you're told someone like you might not be able to read social cues i understand the difference of like feeling like is this real or is this not real am i feeling like he's not into me or if he's into me it would make sense that he'd be here why would he be here if he's not into me why isn't he kissing me like she must be going through all of that i would be going through all of that and i'm not labeled autistic even though i'm probably whatever mildly whatever you know everyone's like on the spectrum well you know what i'm saying yes i do i absolutely think that your um point about it being internalized to a certain uh point what his family said yeah i think a lot of people um feel that they are good and they're they're not not they're socially left and they could do that because they're cool and you know what i mean but i think i think people who see themselves as liberals and i feel like christian may i don't know uh Adina would would make me believe that he's not but <laughs> um i yeah i think you're right i think that he uh has internalized some stuff and he's realizing this is a lot harder than po- than he thought it was going to be um and so I, I think for her, I think she is realizing that it's not good. I, I wrote there, or someone wrote there, I think I wrote that. He, it's Cleo says it's been good so far, but I actually don't remember her saying that. I remember her saying that it's been awful. <laughs> I don't know if if I, I don't know. Um, yeah. That's like, I, Kirsten, I think. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just the, some girls are, she's not, she's not okay, happy with what's going on. And you're right. The ne- extra layer of being uh, autistic might have a level of doubt for her as far as like what her emotions are. But the truth is, is that I have been that. I have been oh. uncomfortable in situations and not known that, that I could, not that I could say no, but that I should just stop. I'm always like, well, and it's because of some odd conditioning that I was inadvertently taught or saw on TV that somehow like women are supposed to just like open themselves up for men or like women are supposed to do, well, he's, he'll get better. 
well, you know, I'm, I, I have to stick with him. Like I have to hold, be, hold his back up or be his backbone and support him and, and all that stuff. And like, so if I finally found somebody who seemed to be interested in me and then flew thousands of miles to see me and he was awkward and it was uncomfortable, like I would just do my best to make him not uncomfortable. And I think that's what she's trying to do. But she's also having conversation with him about it. Like when they went and had that meal um, on the side of what seemed like a busy street or busy you know, area. And she's like, you know, you all, you were talking to those girls and it made me feel a certain way. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. And I'm so sorry. And then in his confessionals, he's like, yeah, my all my other girlfriends understand that I'm just like personable and like, you know, like I'm just like a party guy or whatever. Just like, who cares about the other girlfriend? Yeah, like he god it feels like he is setting up a case for him to be on tv as the good guy and it's just not a match and i i think that there's a couple of things that he's doing so a his wanted need to get drunk in order to be like comfortable and wanting that is one thing you know i think that he also wants to subtly show that he is you know like you know into many different types of females you know i think that he in the market buys her <laughs> what you know of course kimberly should have gotten tj's dad which is a wearable form of a you know stone uh he gives her <clears throat> a bracelet something for her to remember him by and then as he walks out from the booth i swear to god he looks at the camera like three times like walking away with this kind of look that is, see, I just bought her something. No, I just bought. Like in the way in which some very cheap men will literally spend $7 on you and they want like the Nobel Peace Prize. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, can you believe, can you believe it that I like bought her this thing that like, it's really, truly meaningful and like so meaningful. She's going for the rest of her life. And like, she, I said it's meaningful. And so like it is to her because she like, I mean, like, you know, with his like weird comb over. So anyway, God bless. Yes. Then the conversation <laughs> happens, he said, and she's so happy to just spend time, you know, at home. Like I said, Netflix and chilling, like that's a little bit that we're going to do, you know, yeah. like, and she's excited about it. Instead of, ne instead of Netflix though, uh, it's yeah. Like VR, stuff which i've still to this day never done i feel like i've done it i went to a i don't know some kind of hollywood hills party i think it was for there was youtubers there it was it was in my youtuber going to all the things era and uh mean Sawai <laughs> did it in like whatever whatever room of this like mansion <laughs> we were just like <laughs> it was funny and it was funny watching each other do it too um, but yeah, I like that, that I like that moment. I like that they had that time together to, you know, meet on the same page, like they play video games together. Um, and I, I just think it's so sad that she's like, I know this may sound cliche, but I, I want a man to make me feel special. Like I want to feel special and I, you know, I don't feel it. And so mm -hmm. um, it gets awkward. And so they go upstairs to go to sleep and she puts on our favorite satin uh, nightgown and she gets in bed and it's like his body language is completely turned away from her. Yep. And she calls it out uh, in the best way that she can. And he's like, I just typically, I'm the kind of guy that waits for the girl to make the first move. 
And we know that's not true. He will talk to strangers anywhere at any time. He is lying. Instead of him saying, I want you to make the first move because I am scared to, or something that's true to her, he says this. Now, maybe after the cameras went away, he said what he really felt like. Let's hope. I, I, I'm going to say two things. I think that if the cameras weren't there, that he would have already hooked up with Cleo. I think that something is happening in his mind that's keeping him from that. And that's another reason why I think that he, in his mind, also wants to drink. Because I think that he thinks if he drinks, it will lessen his inhibitions about being on camera and, and maybe, like, feeling his true self or whatever. But, And I think that Cleo picks up on the fact that he is attracted to her. But she cannot understand why he's being so cold and distant. Because it's, I mean, here's the thing, again. This is something that I would, I feel like, you know, this is, this is a normal dating thing without layering any sort of label on top. That's already the worst feeling possible, you know, like not the worst feeling possible, but there's just, you know, dating is a horrible thing. Wanting, <laughs> you, know, you know, like wanting someone, feeling like you feel someone with someone and feeling like they maybe feel that way as well, but then their actions and behaviors and feelings around you, like the energy around you doesn't feel like what, like, why are you? Okay, wait, let me, you know, it's, it's, no one wants, again, someone, unless you're Brandon and whatever, like, wants someone obsessed with you. But at the same time, I understand what she says when she wants to made, be made to feel special. Like, there is a reason why Rihanna made that song. Make me feel like the only girl in the world. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's, it's this thing where the truth of the matter is, if you like someone, and if you really are into them, they feel that energy, that spark, the thing that, you know, doesn't quite you know, even though he, I think that he's into her, it doesn't quite look like this. This is not a spark, you know, like mm -hmm, that's, mm -hmm. you know, there's a huge divide between them energetically. And that, but when you are into someone, you can't help but maybe making that person feel special because you have a certain glimmer in your eye and you want to talk to them and you want that connection. And if that person is also giving that to you and you want that too, and you are grooving together, there is this you know, like there is this thing that happens and you feel barriers and stuff. I think that Cleo, you know, also because she's neurodivergent, probably feels energies on a different level too. For so much, I just obviously have a lot of empathy for Cleo. Um, and I really, you know, don't understand Christian at all. And him saying that, you know, he's the type of guy that wants girls to make the first move. And then Cleo then has to be like, well, I'm never going to make the first move. Just, you know, I'm like, I'm not a first move type of girl, which then I was like, already loved Cleo. And then I was like, well, I'm going to literally bow down to you. Like, yes, yes, yes. You know, like, you know, why would you give this person that? Like, also Cleo, by the way, again, literally at the airport was like, you're so hot. You're much hotter. You're like, you're out of my league. She's already said shit like that. So why now is this asshole making her what like get down on bended knee like fucking wash his hair like mary magdalene like i hate christian you know what i'm saying i truly don't like him and cleo's better than him uh and you know i'll, I'll stake my life on it well <laughs> yeah um, I, someone, and i'm like sorry i said it but you know she won't kill anyone but you know haha ha. okay what? yeah i thought it i thought you were um i thought it's correct like yeah i agree i agree yeah. um mm -hmm. and with that let's take a time in our lives to go on a commercial you know, have a little stretch break. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I'm wearing this, like, I'm obsessed with this thing. I got it from, like, uh, Amazon. It's it's OG. Mm-hmm, I see it. OG. And I got in two colors. One is clear and one is this color. But it literally comes like, a, it looks like my size of my, like, like I put it in my purse. But it looks like a crayon. And so you can really, like, draw it on. And it's so hydrating. It's so, uh, like, nourishing. Again, not sponsored. But not that this is on the podcast. But it's on the Patreon. Oh, I just lost an earbud. Oh, fuck. Can you oh. hear me in the earbuds? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't find my thing, so this worked. You know, oh, I made sure that the speaker was coming still from my nano. So I need to get something for my ears. Okay, ready to come back. You mean uh, disp- or not what you're wearing on your ears? Yeah, no, something that goes in the ears or something small so that I can put it. I have like big ones for my regular ones too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and we are back. So let's move on to Riley and Violet. Um, this was a good, quick one for me. Uh, yeah. Basically, Riley is, um, he's a child, and he's like, wham, wham, poo, poo, me. So, I, how come she's not doing this for me? You know, it's crazy, <gasps> yo, how can you, you know, I almost did it. I almost did it. And so the I just like, did it. Yeah. yeah. I just... I'm tired of him. And I she is right in every single way. Um Yes, she is. Yeah. It's like we're seeing a queen sit in her power and yes. and I'm happy for her. I, I'm yes. happy that we are seeing a situation where it doesn't feel like she's got some kind of desperate need to be with him. So he says that the date was supposed to be great, but it wasn't that. And I'm like, yeah, because you freaking ruined it. You ruined it. You did yeah, that. I, you I did couldn't that. believe what you he said Tiffany. that. I was like, you know, you, oh, you know that it was supposed to not be that? It felt like you didn't realize that's what it was. You thought it was like a combative thing that you'd have to dress up for. It felt like you thought you were going to court. <laughs> yes. It was just crazy that he said that. And we're like, now I'm like, oh, you are a delusional wham wham baby. Um, <laughs> it's just a d- delusional. And he... Then we cut to her and she's shopping with her daughter. I mean, showing her daughter exactly what a strong woman should do and how that a strong woman should behave. And um, she says that she needs to be protected. And when she says that she needs to be protected, it is like everybody, girls that are with people and girls that are not, or any everybody, everybody just wants to be protected from their partner, not from their partner, but yeah, protected by, by, their, by partner. their partner. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants to be protected by their partner. It makes no sense. And that's why in so many things, like, you know, with parents and stuff, it makes no sense to have someone do the dirty work on your behalf against your partner. But that is something we see a lot of as if, yeah, like, it's just, it feels so simple to say, like, if you have an issue with someone that you are dating and romantic with, you cannot possibly let some other person in your life, like a lawyer on your behalf, go at this person and you tap out as if you're bringing in like the recruits and then have that person look at you in that moment and not be completely betrayed and also think that you are, again, a wham wham pussy pussy boo-boo face. You know, like all of it. Like, But, but you know, I'll be honest, both sides, like, 
unless it's a therapist, like you, you know, like that's the only, I'm trying to think like a professional or, you know, unless you're, I don't know what you say. Like, even if you're super religious, I guess religious people will be like, or, you know, someone in your faith community. And then I would say maybe, but also seek second opinions, seek a secular second opinion. If you're going to do that, you know, I just like, whatever. Yeah. I think that unless that is someone that is like at least a third party, that it has no invested interest in you changing or you being different or you, whatever your health, then I think that that is, you know, not good, especially if someone again, is going to be a hundred percent one-sided, but that is so like almost like a toxic trait or like a narcissistic trait that you would think like, well, but of course you can't do that. Briley doesn't know that. So Riley now is alone in the morning and he talks about how he's blocked Violet, how he sent her a thing and he blocked her. And then he's looking at his phone as if somehow he thinks that she's going to like have gotten the message to him in some way through like a, I don't know, like why, you know, is he keep looking at the, he's rereading what he sent to her. He seems again, like the, the most kind of like Regina George esque, you know, like, mean girls trying to be manipulative to get something from someone and then looking at their phone like did it work like that kind of thing wow he yeah he it tries to pretend like he didn't read her message to him before she blocked him over and over again he's like she sent me a long message but i I haven't read it you want me to read it and the person's like hell yeah we want you to read it and so he reads this thing where he's like in the bed chillaxing and she says something like i don't know why you came here you know if you can't do something or apologize and just go home and he's You're like not a real man yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i mean i love that i mean that's right that just one part was so specifically like <laughs> sure. you know he gets upset because he he feels like he was a real man uh and he is currently one and and he's like like you know i, I don't have to take this from her and i'm just like <laughs> Riley, this is not, who I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with him. He seems like, oh, an, a, like an awful person. So, and he feels like he fights dirty. Like it feels like he can't, he would either be passive aggressive. And then when you try to call him out on it, he would just get upset. Would you call him out on it? Yeah. Uh, I love you. I personally, I, I, I agree with you. I'm going to even like say, not only could I not be in a relationship with him, like I could not work with him. Like I wouldn't want him to be in my office or he wouldn't want to be in my space. I don't want to have to hear him talk about his life. I don't, and it's not even the accent. The accent is the best part of him. By the way, the, yes, the accent and the, well, the height, the height and the accent are the best parts of Riley. And I, okay. There's three great parts of Riley. The jazz, the jazz, at least the propensity to like jazz great part his height and um yeah I, his accent. you know his accent yeah everything else is like wishy-washy you know <laughs> everything else for me is a hard no it's that lady at the emoji with the x on the hand yeah that's me <laughs> yeah. uh so i don't know what happened i think i went to the bathroom or I i'll tell you what happened shower but like he oh. is all of a sudden in this cigar bar with this asian man and i'm like who is this man go oh what? Okay, so so what Riley is, is so I'll tell you, right is Riley is so desperate, Haram, that he has isolated his only person that he knows here, and so he hires a tour guide friend and also someone to shoot scenes with because God bless, someone will be around him, and so this guy now is tasked to bring him around. I guess by moped, like please, 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 Wait, it's the best best body, like it's the best buddy cop like poster. Could you? I mean, could you imagine? 
any like please but it's but the thing about it is riley would have to be watchable and somewhat entertaining and interesting and it's unfortunate because this picture alone has the propensity for that but then he opens his mouth and so does the accent and he opens his mouth and everything he would say would just be like whanny so he is the whiniest wine wine you know um we should call him wiley because he whines a lot you're he absolutely right. So that's when they go to the cigar cigar bar. He goes wait, to the cigar bar, which but that guy, part actually looks cool. Yeah. Wait, this this gentleman who is driving him intimately on this moped is not the man that he hung out with in the bar. I want you to know. The yes, man he, he hung out with in the bar is not wearing this polo shirt. This man who's driving this moped is an uncle. Wait. Wait, and it wait. wait. The wait, man wait, inside wait. the cigar bar. Yeah, he's young, but he's young. He's like he's like, but he's like, what are you gonna do? You you're gonna, yeah. But there's a conversation where Riley guilts him into coming to hang out with him because. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I you know what? That. Now, if you're listening, did did I mess up somehow? Maybe I'm not quite sure. Maybe I'm being, I'm not, okay. First of all, you're right. That's the same person. Okay, so uh, I remember seeing the 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 drive the not the driver. I remember I seeing the person sitting at the bar. I mean, sitting with him at the cigar bar, and I was thinking, oh, he's cute. I don't think that it's about that cute. uncle. That uncle. Driving you know what? Him. I yeah. Now I'm looking at that, and I now that you bring it up, that does seem wrong. So um, <laughs> you know, listen. Do I wish I could cut it out? I wish I could. Uh, but you know, maybe I'll make Jean Marie. We'll what see. do they talk uh, about in the cigar bar besides her okay. being ding dong or ding ding? Oh, I know it. <laughs> so, uh, so Lisa does. Yeah, I know. Cut that out too, Jean. Um, so basically, again, he has no friends, and so he wants to plead his case in the bro McMahon way of like, let me tell, let me tell you how dumb my love life is no because i don't know why i'm making this is not it either well but like you know whatever like but let me tell you how this woman is like you know stupid crazy you know and then he want he you know then uses ding dong ching something babe where you're like i'm sorry come again and it does sound again mildly racist not that i might have messed up two people but i was like you know we all have when it was like so it's just suspect and it is like, it's just you know it's just it perks our ears i'm like hmm? you know it's it's kind of like how now brown cow when we watch it, we're like, no, you didn't, you know, but, but it, and maybe how now brown cow and him calling Violet ding dong, whatever he says after that, because it wasn't just ding dong. There was like some other yeah, rhyming wait. things I'm afraid to even say, because it's like, so whatever, you know, it's like, but what I'm trying to say is, do you think that after they said that they knew in their, in their mind, oh shit, you fucked up. And do you think there's a moment where they're like, gee. <laughs> like do you think that i i think that kimberly did not have it after how now brown cow but <laughs> i would like to think that at least riley did yeah he might have had a moment but i don't, I mean i hate to bust your bubble i tried to jump in and explain to you before you went on this <gasps> tangent that like she and him she taught him that word one two they call each other that it's oh. one it's one of the early things we learned about them like the, the flipping that's what that the, is i remember him saying some kind of joke but i forgot what it sounded yeah. like and that's what it is it's like the, it's like ding dong or something uh and he you hit your head oh. to say somebody's crazy and it's so it's weird oh. because he's really trying to plead this case with this person and then like say crazy in his language to him so that he understands i'm like the man speaks english so what do you what are you trying to say you know what she is and also it's like I can't be with a man who like publicly calls me crazy. And so it just, he just nails another coffin, like another nail in his, in his coffin for me. 
Yeah, I mean, I've made so many mistakes in this conversation so far. It's like, who would really take my opinion now of anything I ever say? But I will say that the furthering part of the narrative of this scene is that uh, this nice gentleman absolutely knows that Riley is up to no good in his shenanigans <laughs> and just like takes Violet's side immediately and is like, oh, you're wrong. You're done. Yeah. You're wrong. You don't yeah. think Violet's not your sister. So that's not your sister. Uh, so that's not your sister. So I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, you're crazy. And so uh, then that, I guess, is the moment that Riley then is like, oh, maybe I am. Maybe he's wrong. You know, and so then he has to. I, and so then I guess in his mind, he's like, he's going to what? Unblock her. And then she's not going to have blocked him and then try and get back. I don't know how he's, you know, I don't know. It's so funny because I, like, <laughs> I don't know. That's all to say about that. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to Dempsey and Statler, who I don't think we have a picture of. Or if we do, I can't find it. So oh, I did have one thing. Statler. Okay. Um, so we start off where they wake up the next morning and it's they've stayed in. What looks like a trailer, um, she calls it a caravan, and she's like, how'd you sleep? And Statler's like, terrible. <sighs> I just hate the, ne- I hate the negative Nancy. I just don't like it. It's like, it's the same thing with Kimberly and TJ from Toe. Just come in and just talk shit about everything. So she was cold, which is a terrible night's sleep if you're cold. I hate that. That's the worst. Uh, if you're cold. And then she's like, well, how, I, I bit off more than, than I can chew. How can I, you know, poop here? This is after Dempsey leaves to go to work. And I'm just like, is that what you're worried about? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I agree with you. You know, uh, never complain, never explain, honey. Just like the queen says, you know. Oh, I, I've never heard that. Never oh. complain and never explain. Yeah. What a great saying it's it saves you in so many ways and for me like it's been ringing true because you know i think the one like instagram thing is like you know oversharing is a trauma response or whatever and i definitely have the you know propensity to like over explain or overshare or over you know like try and give you know so many details in order for them people to see my exact opinion and understand everything in the context in such a way that it's very hard for people to you know focus on everything and it's much easier for people to just kind of like you know focus on whatever information you give them and the you know and so there's the never explain and the never complain part is you know a lot of things we're talking about here which is also yeah don't complain because you never you just it, no one ever wants to truth truthfully no one ever wants to hear it and it makes you look bad always yeah i truly feel like i don't complain i just make the choices that work best for me <laughs> Like, so like for, with companies, if, if I'm mad at some kind of customer service or something that happened, I just, I'm not going to go and yell from the rooftops. I'm just not going to buy from them anymore. I just take my business elsewhere. Um, and yeah, I, I just, you know, you know, my job is just full of complaints. So there's that one for me. Um, <laughs> let's talk about how Dempsey or one of them does a bad energy sage um because of the negativity i think it's dempsey uh it's cute it's like we i had two two people doing sage in two different franchises of 90 day fiance so we find out a little bit about dempsey she is from a traveling family yet they are not romani so it was very interesting Mm -hmm. um she talked about following a carnival with her parents and then tragedy struck 
which changed her forever. Her sister died of carbon monoxide poisoning, which makes me look at my thing, my um, metal smoke detector. Mm -hmm. And she tells us that story and how, you know, her hot friend, Ben, or whatever his name is, saved her life. Let's look at him. I have no that, that. We actually don't worry. We have that picture too. Uh, where's Ben? Ben, Ben, Ben. Oh, uh, God, he's hot. Okay, so yeah. I'll sorry, Dempsey's didn't mean to interrupt The name you. of it is Dempsey's friend. Yeah, I, yeah. Ben. So is no, name. you go. I was like, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. Well, I'll call him. You mean you mean Mr. Chris Fair? I'm just kidding. He's so hot though. Plus, like, can you imagine the? I mean, yeah. Also, I can't imagine the accent. We heard it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and he's like, hell is sorry. One more thing about Madame Wall. He's so hot. He's so cute. And he's like totally helping Dempsey out. He just like has a whole ass business. But it's like, I love you. You're a great person. Just come. Here is living, lodge, expense. Here, here's a job. Here, I mean, he's. I mean, you know, what a guy. Wah, what a guy. Let's yep. look at him again. <laughs> so he looks like Josh Lucas. Kind of like Josh Lucas and like Matthew McConaughey, but even sweeter looking than both those people and hot, like even more humble and like, look, he's even wearing a cute outfit. It's like put together. And did I mention, like, we all know, like, we all know that he has an accent. So it's like, un- like, wow, what? And like, also, can we, st- we can stay there because like he has a business, a staycation business. So here's the thing. Do I want to stay? What, what looks like some sort of version of glamping? I'm not quite sure, but there's a major rec room and we can like, I guess you're supposed to go and like, play pool or drink ale or something i'm not quite sure like that's what straight men do i mean you know i'm not, uh, uh, i won't know it you know but like i think that that's what that is <laughs> sorry no idea um you're right he is he's the perfect friend uh and I, i'm sick of statler being awkward Okay. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Like I can't watch any more scenes of her be like, I want to lick your face, but I also have to poop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't eat fresh food. Can I come live with you? (laughs) It's just so annoying. (laughs) It's just so annoying. Yeah. You're Um, absolutely right. She is. She's like, yeah, again, not to be like a super improv nerdy, but like, it's like watching the same character beat the same note. And it's like, we're in fucking like act 17 of this. Like, I'm done. This is so, uh, this is an insufferable quality. And yes. like, again, it feels sometimes fake. I'm like, does the, I don't understand how this turns sexual to like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, we all know what it's like to have sex. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe we all don't, but because Nicola doesn't, and he's not even on this episode. But like, let me, let me go back. When you know when you have sex and you are sort of like comfortable and sort of like vibing with someone, I can't. Im- how does that? How does Statler like that? That ass is like so great. How does that turn into like where she's touching you, and y- y- it's feeling not mechanical and staccato and it feels like a human primal person that is in their body touching you and not like um some like ventriloquist dummy that's being operated uh, you know with strings above her you know what i'm saying like i don't understand how this turns into like a sexual energy and i'm not i mean you know like regardless of where you are like i don't get it I don't get it either because the energy that i would like to spoon with me is not the energy that statler gives off 
So that, yeah, that's my the main crux of the reason why I don't understand what's happening. But it's it's hard for me to watch her. So we have um, we have a, a scene where Dempsey is uh, a, is in the kitchen and she's frantically making a vegan meal. And I, whenever people make vegan food from scratch and they have like more than three ingredients, I'm like, I'm in. What is this? To give me, give it to me, right? I I enjoy vegan food when it is done well. So she's starting to make potatoes and then we've got like a Gino in the kitchen scene with Statler where she doesn't know how to peel a carrot. And it is so not funny that it's an, it's almost infuriating. <laughs> it's like, you can't, we don't want to see this character who's like, I'm not good in the kitchen, but I'm going to try. And then eats a garlic clove, then pretends to put soap in their mouth. It's too much, Chris. It is too much. She is un insufferable. Like, I don't know why Dempsey is consistently giggling. And in fact, Dems Dempsey's choices with Statler is why we are all suffering. Yeah, like, is Statler being real? Or is, like, is Statler playing a character? You know, like, is it, like the, the soap in the mouth is such a, like, the... That can't be real. She wasn't really going to put soap in her mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't like Christmas story where, you know, like she said a bad word, you know, like there's not a person in the right mind that's going to think that if some shit's going down in your mouth, that soap is okay. It's not water, soap. She's not quirky to, like, drink some funny. Milk. Okay. So, is this, so, so if that is a funny move and I totally get it, I'm not saying it's not, then is the, is the awkward thing, all of it, like, heightened and um, and put on in such a way and if it is i mean like no one cast you as like the fucking weird neighbor best friend like we you you know you're this is supposed to be about you connecting with someone i don't know and yeah so then she like then she brings up this crazy story where she's like already said it which is like dempsey was like you know in thailand the communication wasn't good and like and from and she, we knew that she was meeting her dad and then she brings up a dempsey she's like well yeah, bitch, I literally told you that I was going somewhere without a lot of Wi-Fi and stuff. And, like, that's why I wouldn't be able to talk to you all the time. Jesus Christ, like, who do you think you are? Mary? You think I'm Brandan? Like, just give me a goddamn break. Like, I don't have my own router to walk around <laughs> Thailand with you. Like, what's wrong with you? And then she's like, well, did you cheat? And she's like, no. Like, and also, this is such a great thing. Like, this is something they say a lot, which is, like, in relationships, they often say that people who constantly accuse their uh, other people of cheating is because that's something that's on their mind because mm -hmm. they are cheating or cheat or think about it or whatever. And Dempsey and all of her like beautiful emotional wisdom, like sort of calls her out on that in the moment. And yeah. Statler is like, yeah, I cheated. And yeah. I just like, I like this because I want, because it's like yes yeah, don't put your fucking because you cheated and you're a shitty person in a relationship now you're gonna try and come at me while i'm making you a beautiful vegan dinner fuck you and by the yes. way get some socks and get another blanket weirdo yep 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 yep, yep 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 i agree with you so much i just think that she um is like bringing a toxic energy that she doesn't mean to bring but she does because of her insecurities and it's just like statler figure out the kind of life you want to leave if you're going to be cheating on people like who knows if you did it once or twice but you think about it or something for you to be accusing i think uh someone else of it and uh 
we have it end where they're like giddy and happy, but then the dad comes. So she meets her dad and they give him too much information. Oh yeah. I've been here before. Cause I like British women. Okay. Could you imagine? No. If, if, if a man said, if, okay, let's just say if a white, a white man, I mean, when I'm married, white American, like, you know, just blonde, blue eyed, Irish looking American, you know, from the lineage told my dad, yeah. I like Lebanese girls. I like Lebanese girls. My dad would be like, get the fuck away from me. I would okay, love to be like, there. I'd love to be a you fly know, I mean, on I mean, that he, wall. Just be like, what do you, you, you think my daughter is what some Lebanese girl that you have some crazy fetish for? Like, or you just think that what, like, I don't know what I mean. Like, you know, it's just like not something you say because it's indicative of not appreciating who you're with as a specific person and that you then are the main character of a story in which people fulfill some weird wish and weird fetish desire you have you know what i'm saying it's so fucked up what a weird thing yeah he yeah it is a weird thing so uh the dad's like red flags i see red flags here maybe you guys should like chill and i mean here's the big secret Sattler is planning on just cold turkey moving in. She's about to let her lease go up so she could just move to London and live with her or move to the UK and live with her. And I'm like, at least think about moving to the UK and living by yourself, you weirdo. If you like uh, Londonese is what I was going to say. If you like English women, just move to the place where there's English women. <laughs> like, I, yeah. why wouldn't you? It's so weird. Um, but Statler's weird. And that's the end of them. Anything else? You, you're so right. Yeah. Last, last thing I say is Dempsey doesn't know how lucky she is that like her house being cold is saving her because yeah, like again, Statler, as you said, had just planned on moving there and she's second guessing that because of some of the, uh, you know, luxuries that she's accustomed to not being there for her to poop in her happy place and whatnot. And like, it's funny because, you know, it's, people it's i don't know it's like a, i guess yeah it just makes me happy because dempsey's saving herself by not having these things she has no idea yeah. it makes me feel like you know how sometimes this is like what it was like you know how i one time had a two-person car you did did i <laughs> okay, well, yeah, no i did i did i did i did i did i i i, I crashed it early on that's why uh I did. I had a Cadillac. My dad had a Cadillac Elante and I had it for a second. And I remember it was annoying, except that a lot of people, I didn't have to drive a lot of people because I wasn't able to. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, I can't drive all of you. You cannot fit into this car. And so sometimes little things like that save you. Anyway, we can move on. Oh, that's great. Elante. Oh my God. What is this? Whoa. I have never seen this car before, but it's cute. And he had a drop top too? Yeah. That is so cute, Chris. What a cute little I, car. What color was it? Red? White. White. Okay, white. This, I see the white one right here. Let me click on this one. Oh, who knew Cadillac made a car like this? Okay. Um, let's move on to Gino and Jasmine. I actually thought they were entertaining today. What did you think? Or when I watched yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, no, you, know, you didn't. You didn't. You know, this is not as well. No, I hated it. I hate. I hate the way yeah. she manipulates them at all times. So yeah. I, I don't know why I said it. You're right. Um, the, I, I'm annoyed from the very beginning because they go to this mall, and I think they're. I think they're gonna eat, like eat yummy street food, but they don't. She takes them right to a jewelry place, and they're gonna buy a thing for her. You know, sister that I feel like is maybe her daughter. I'm not quite sure. Oh, wait, you but, didn't like, want she the had... food? 
You didn't want the the that's street food. <laughs> that's what she no. says it. I was like street food. <laughs> what is street food? I hey, always do want street food. Like Sorry, I always I want street food. You yeah, know, I don't too. want street food. I do want street food. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like again, Jasmine. Again, it's like it's so weird to me. Like, all right you have children that you don't live with but you live with your sister like and again okay so and then she's gonna buy a necklace for the sister of course but he's gonna buy it god bless and then they get there and then you know she wants to like also buy a ring and then we hear this thing that she lost her ring that he gave her and that you know but she also hated it and like then we also get this new confessional look for her which i swear this is the first time we've seen this look and this look is dramatically different than all the my god please tell me Juan. did i put it no we don't have it i don't have it i didn't see it anyways she looks beautiful in the confessional like i can't very different can you tell me what the difference is yeah oh god um oh you know what okay so this is a shabuti on on twitter does a lot of great um tweets and stuff like that um she she, worked on she got worked on it looks like she got jaw jaw um looks like she got like a full jaw either filler for sure filler if not like some sort of implant and she's giving like eva longoria i'm gonna oh post this to the docu sweeties instagram uh f- live feed or the you're t- you absolutely know. correct i just couldn't figure out what the difference was now yeah, the picture on the left is not exactly what she looks like in the episode because the curl the hair is different this is like but she she looks like she's had an eyebrow lift or something to where she has more definition in her eyebrows she went somewhere and the doctor did her like they did larissa and was like we can do this we can do this and we can do this and that's why her younger sister is with her it was to help her heal (laughs) yeah i mean oh shit yeah i mean you know she definitely looks like a completely different person and this is a different look than her nude makeup look that she was using in the first part of the season yeah yeah, yeah. which already was a different look because i mean i mean maybe i should just track this now because it's like she has the bad hair that looks like you know it's just like kind of like you know like ratty hair look huge raspberry lipstick look of the first part of the season when you're watching it and then the confessional look we see is a much better done makeup palette that's all nude so now we're seeing this new look which is like a red a zippered up ensemble in a fully different face i mean a fully (laughs) different face where i mean again having said that everyone you know does a lot of fillers and botox i mean not a lot everyone does full fillers not a lot when i want to say this a lot of people do fillers and botox and to varying degrees you know a lot of people don't do fillers and botox but if you're watching tv especially the odds that you're going to watch a face with filler or botox is a whole ass thing like as if you know if you're watching oppenheimer you might see leads in that with a lot of filler and botox even though it's supposed to be happening in the 19 blah 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 anyway so having said that we're not going to persecute jasmine but boy does she look different in this season (laughs) from three different faces you know like this is a whole different face and a whole different vibe yeah, uh, so she, anyway, Larissa. She gets him. Yeah, so she gets she gets him in the gold uh, jewelry place that she now wants a new ring because she obviously got she just got rid of the old ring. I mean, she probably pawned it. Who knows? Or she hated. It. She probably got no money from it. And her constantly trying to manipulate him to spend money on on her when she when it when it never goes right is so interesting. And he, <laughs> he for some reason she keeps trying and the weird thing was is is he's getting better at saying no so now 
he actually fully kind of stands up for himself. And he's like, how dare you? We're not getting that ring. No. Now, of course, what happens later is that he, you know, tucks the smallest, his small little weenie between his legs <laughs> and then acquiesces. Now, whether he got a ring from who knows where that is not real or much smaller or for free, we don't know. But why, what do you think? Well, so the way she looks him up and down as she accepts this ring and she's like smiling and she's like, oh baby you know like she wants him to feel good but also she still is like i want you to buy me a ring that i want you to buy for me so stop buying things that i don't want and he he gets upset and he still he storms off from the ring store and they're determined to make it a good birthday because it's liz's birthday he i mean this man is so awkward and weird and he every time he giggles it just and i'm just like jasmine look in your dms there are hotter guys right now willing to bring you over jump just jump ship just do it you deserve better you don't deserve gino and some very simple woman who wants to i don't know make something very simple for gino because you know he hates he hates his taste buds um or make him some pasta. You know what I mean? Like, just get, I don't know. Jasmine's not the one. And it bothers me how they, they bicker back and forth to a certain extent. Now, mm. is she keeping the franchise afloat on her back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like Angela. So do you think that Angela, like, there's a late night meeting, okay? <laughs> and, like, Matt Sharp is there. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's kind of like the skulls, okay? Like, it's like, you know, there's like, it's there's big heads. <laughs> okay, yeah it's like it's like half of like eyes wide shut or the skulls like some sort of like are they they're gonna meet in this secrecy cloaked in secrecy they might fuck you're not quite sure but it's like all of them well i don't know i mean everyone kind of you know whatever like that's where my mind goes uh and yeah it's big ed it's angela it's uh do you think that debbie or colty or larissa is there or which one of them is i there? think larissa was there and she got kicked off um, okay and I don't know. Like, I think that uh, is Debbie. St- Maybe Debbie is Colty's there. out. Colty hates hates them. So is it yeah. Debbie? Debbie is kind of there. Uh, or she, no, it's, she's it's like a- Darcy. Sorry. Well, Darcy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Darcy's gone from. I mean, she's gone, but she's she's gone on to glory with having her own show. Darcy is a part of the ninety day franchise. Yeah, but she's no longer having to carry the torch for the franchise. She yes, but she's there. Okay, so it's oh, oh you, you're talking about active people who are carrying the torch. You're right. It's Angela, it's Jasmine, um, it's about to be Kimberly. It's <laughs> she's getting inducted immediately. Um, and let's see, I would say who else is who's the dark horse in this? Is it all women? Yes, because women are what smart. Well, you said big Ed. You said big Ed. Oh, and I did. you're not wrong. Uh... He is holding the franchise up too. We want to say David and Annie. No, love them. So, well, they have yeah. no. Listen, they're not gonna ever be on again. No, again, these are people that are never gonna be. These people are not on Nine Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. You're anymore. right. You're right. You're right. They, right. so they don't. They're not. They don't need. They have their own lives. The lives to lead, which is great for them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. Yeah. I mean, but anyway, controversial yeah, they all ca- characters. They we all need three. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. And there's, you know, it's hard. There's always gonna be one supreme. So right now, Angela has given that supreme title to jasmine is that what you're saying i don't think that angela has given it to her i think that uh she has snatched it uh (laughs) she's come by and she's like look i can be crazier than you and she just like walks by um so 
they then um, get on these bikes and they, he, they get on a bike and they drive around and everyone's screaming. And during this bike ride, Jasmine decides to tell Gino that she has faked every last single orgasm. And he doesn't get upset and stop pedaling. He's just like, <laughs> really? No. You... And I think it is crazy that there are men who don't know that they have not given someone an orgasm. Oh, I'm so that's that's not I don't find that crazy. I found that find that. Well, doesn't that that's like gravity, like gravity <laughs> exists. Okay. It's so funny to me. It's as if like again, I mean, not that I think I give so many metaphors that are like improv scenes or acting scenes, but it's like if you pulled Jasmine off and you're like, you have two objectives. So you're only gonna do these two things. Whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever you do, it's to move <laughs> these two objectives along. You are either getting money from him or you're insulting his masculine or manhood or sexuality. There's no other move for you to do. Don't say hi. Don't say bye. Don't say, please, can I have the salt? Unless you are saying, honey, that salt would have been nicer in a pink rock quartz salt taker. Can I have that? Like that is, so that's how you ask for the salt. And, or if you like, you know, like want to be like, good night, you have to be like, good night, Gino. I wish you would have sex with me, but you never will. Cause you're so dumb. You know, like you just can't. So that is everything is that it's other, it's like, it's, you know, as if we gave Statler, like everything you do, babe, awkward. And and also uh, annoying. Like, don't be enjoyable. <laughs> everything Jasmine does, you know, and and everything Jasmine does. Yeah, just like make sure that it's manipulating him for money or telling him how how much he sucks in bed. So anyway, yeah, uh, that is that is that's crazy. What was her like? What does she think that we are supposed to think that her relationship like was like with Dane? The no, I think that she was quiet with Dane. I think Dane took her everywhere and. What? what you think that jasmine everything wait i just want to just I'm so, wait no, let me let you talk while i just I mean, i'm so sorry that's really rude of me just please finish what you're gonna say i can't wait i'm so sorry it is written. <laughs> no it's fine i've been doing no it. i can't wait i apologize no so i think that she was just like oh my god i love it because everything that he was providing her was everything that she's ever aspired to I think she laughed loud at his jokes in public. They'd be sitting at dinner and she'd be like. <laughs> You're so funny. I think she did that. But I don't know if she was Dane. Why is your penis so small? I don't think she was that. Okay, so we're gonna we're, just fall. Obviously, for the sake of all of this, we believe that we're they actually dated. So, like, just don't even. I, this is already like, so they dated. This is all real. They dated. He's straight. They all dated. Oh. Okay, so all already that, all that, and then the second thing is, yes, they were together. So, the reason why they're not together is some fairy tale reason that they just their souls weren't connected. I, if we're supposed to believe that they were together, then maybe what that she, that she was too controlling or too je jealous, too jealous, and she couldn't deal with like you know the fact that he is a globe trotting, you know, just very handsome, incredibly rich, yeah, just mm -hmm. like who has a ton of taste for women like her that isn't just like some weird, you know, because she and I, and, you know, she has the entire 
listen, at this point, she has the entire vibe of a, you know, prostitute. And I, and I mean that in a way that Wayne means it for Holly. <laughs> you know, like if you watched, you know, like that's, that, that is the look of that, you know, like if she, that's what that looks like. I'm so sorry. Now, if you don't, if you, that's, I'm, having said that, I'm not saying it's bad, but what I am saying is that we're to believe that Dane and her were in a very serious relationship. They're no longer together for some fairy tale reason where they're still best friends and she still somewhat romances the idea of him. I'm like, if she's a, if she's a prostitute, she is on the top of her game, you know, she, on the top? Is, she's at the top of her game. She's like, cause she looks great. Uh, <laughs> just, stop, stop, okay stop, i don't know so there's, there's a huge there's a huge spectrum and this is why okay i'm not saying that she's there's so many there's a full spectrum for <laughs> sex work and prostitution for sure i am not saying that jasmine is like you know like not making money with sex work in a like hundred dollar way no no but what i'm, I'm saying, saying is yeah. <laughs> the top of her game for sex work is someone who's making thousands of dollars <laughs> and i'm not thinking that she's going to like because like those people like you could say i mean those are she's yacht there yet. those are yacht lady people okay those okay. are like you know those are people that are like models by day and then also want to make even more money by night and they're just like loosely morals because of maybe like some other like fun addictions to coke i'm not saying or luxury handbags and they don't you know and there's so many there's, there's so many but there's just a lot of like levels to that game yes, Top of the yes. game is a lot wow. <laughs> i know sorry sorry oh, i'm so hard on you i love you so much <laughs> sorry. you're right she's not she's she's making okay money she's not making the best all right so um then they go and they get ice cream and he this man can't even i mean listen i'm gonna tell you right now jasmine is pissed at him because when they get into the when they exit the apartment and are waiting for the elevator he's like so do you feel one day older and liz is like yeah and jasmine is like what what you say and he's like, do, do you feel uh, one day older? And Jasmine interprets it. And then she is like, what a fool in Spanish. And then she's like, baby, what does that even mean? And he's like, that's just something we say in the States. And I'm like, that is an old timey thing to say. And like, you really just can't wait to be 70. That's something that Uncle Daddy Marco would say. You feel a day older? You know, it's that. So he just like, just fails at that. She calls him a fool. Then she also makes fun of, with the way he he talks to the ice cream lady is so funny. Yes, so she's making fun of that. She's like, it's two and a half years, and this is the first time he's even tried to speak Spanish. And so she's pissed, but she's trying to give Liz a good birthday. And then he pretends to lick the ice cream cones before he gives it to them. And he's like, I didn't lick it. Just kidding. Just kidding. And I was like, you just cannot wait to be an old man. Yeah. So he sits down next to her and he does this weird thing. Because I don't know if he can't do this. Like maybe he cannot tuck his fingers into the palm of his hand because he's like, it's like he just keeps he has used his other hand to <laughs> this hand to try to unfurl this ring that he has in his hand for her he's and then it's like this is liz's birthday and i have they are have done a terrible job of making liz feel special a terrible job he's, he's like i I've got, I've got something for you and then it's a ring and she's looking at it and she hates him for it because 
she's like, first of all, where the hell did you get that? And he says, well, while we were getting the bikes, I snuck off. So he just like went to a vendor on the street, just got her like a street ring and was like, here you go. And so instead of her flipping out and getting mad, she chooses to be like, thank you, baby. You're so romantic. So that's what happened. Yeah, it is what happens. Okay, last but certainly not least, and certainly not fun. Not Dave, at all. Dave, Dave, Dave and Sheila. Sheila. Jeez Louise. I, it's unclear to me, like, exactly what happened. So, you, what happened? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. So, early morning, um, and, you know, uh, the producers are there. You know, uh, we see... Sheila in a sundress just crying. You know, the sundress just, you know, like boohooing and we feel really bad. And the town is like up and like, you know, paying attention. And um, you know, obviously production's there and uh the translator's there. And the translator, I don't know where the translator's been for the night or really what's happening with her in that situation. I was just like, Wrong. where were you? Where have you been? Yeah. You know? So um basically we remember that that when we watched them go to bed last night there was this shot that was like taken on stairs up to what looked like a loft area accessible up these wooden stairs and there was a a shot of sheila's mom and they were like good night good night or something like that I remember it because we were teased with this scene in the morning and so i knew that maybe one of the people that we had just recently met maybe it was no longer on this earth and you know you would think it'd be one of the older gentlemen but it's this mom so then tells she tells us a story that is like really hard to hear which is somehow the mom got up in the very early maybe go to the bathroom or something like that not quite sure and the stairs were fucking rickety really bad like you know like as we saw that home it wasn't up to snuff or up to you know codes oh. obviously the stairs are horror bad horribly bad and it's been through typhoon so the stairs fall she falls through the stairs and no one knows so we don't know if she died immediately we don't know if she broke things and just laid there for hours but then she was found how i mean i know david would not have heard it and maybe not sheila if she took out her ear implant but no one heard it I just am like, that's the part that was confusing to me. I was like, wait a minute, you guys just found her and she like fell through the stairs? You was know, it, that's a great point because I would think like- Was it loud? Did, was there fire? You know, thunder? Did you not even feel like uh, like um, a bump, a hump? I mean, like a, like a you know, like just because the stairs had fallen through? Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Cause it, yeah, I don't know. So it's just a, so sad. And now Sheila is not in the right space. And David doesn't know what to do. And the family or community gathers and it's pretty elaborate, um, you know, and folks show up and they put her in this thing in the cement wall and, you know, just throw flowers. And it's just like this, God, it's terrible. It's terrible. And the cast, I mean, the crew just like there to witness it and record while this awful things thing happens. Um, I the the casket was really beautiful. It was kind of like this like beautiful white with all these like colors on it. Like, yeah, I mean, could you imagine going to meet someone for the first time, someone that you fell in love with, and then just while you're there, that person's mother happens to die? 
Yeah. And they had a good relationship with Eno and they liked her. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's... The, thing, the thing is, though, Sheila actually says something that led, leads me to believe that maybe her and her mother are not weren't on the greatest terms. But mm. Sheila says that um, it's hard to lose a mother, even if you fall short of their expectations. So it just makes me feel like the mother didn't feel like Sheila had done everything she should have done in life. And so maybe they had some kind of, t I don't know, but that's what she said. And I just was really sad for her in this episode. It, it wasn't a, I wish they had been like a uh, camera crew heard that Sheila's mother passed one week later, or like they had like skipped two weeks of filming to like let her grieve as opposed to filming it all. Those producers must be super, super good at their job and really kind for them to earn the trust of someone like Sheila to where Sheila would allow those cameras there. Because if that had been me, I'm like, production is stopping. I'll call you when I wake up. <laughs> like, I yeah, I wonder. I mean, I hope to God that you're right and that there wasn't like some weird thing where she felt like she had to or what i don't know i mean no you're absolutely right though to to say that um i it's weird because yeah the translator's there and the translator's doing their best and you know the, the translator also like there's a custom where someone is with the body at all times for the next like i think 48 hours or whatever so she's gonna hit the first 12 either she's hit the first 24 or the first 12 if it's 24 or 48 and her dad's gonna take the next and so you know, like, there is no, like, time for her. And the next, like, 12 hours is not her and David time. You know, like, it's, like, David alone time. Now, if this was a movie, and this is horrible to say, it's because these are real life people. So this is not real. But if it was a movie, like, this is where Anne, the translator, would come in hard. Like, well, you, she's going to be gone for 12 hours. Like, maybe I should show you around or something like that, you know, like, and then Sheila would just like watch like hand the rocks, a cradle style, like this person steal her man. Now that's not what's going to happen. Hopefully, but my dark mind. Well, yeah. Isn't it cr crazy that there was all these movies in the nineties that basically told us that like Jolene, like someone will just come in and take your man. And like, you just have to like, and I'm like, how often does that happen nowadays? And in such a public way, right? Because it's one thing for your per partner to leave you. It's a whole other thing for you to know that someone has actually stolen him from quote unquote, which is not true. But like he he actually chose to be like, I'm going to disavow and my honor to you. And I'm going to go with this other person. Oh, but like, isn't that, that's literally what the talk of the talk is with Ariana Grande and whoever looking crazy banana looking actor. That's the SpongeBob actor from the Broadway thing. He was married and she was married and they're working together on uh, Wicked the Musical and they like are hooking up with each other and it's like hugely known, you know, like pop culture gossip right now and everyone's like turning memes of the way that they look together and it's lol so oh ariana God, grande is, is a full husband stealer is what i'm trying oh. to say and she also is a husband giver away because i guess she had a husband at the time and what's even funnier about that is that she straight up absolutely has a song that goes like break up with your girlfriend oh yeah because i'm bored oh my gosh <laughs> that is a song that is she that's crazy. has her name on it's like 
it, I kind of love it. It's too yeah. much. It's also, it's, I mean, I mean, we've seen it before, right? We've we've seen it with uh, Gabrielle Union. Apparently, like David Dwayne Wade was still married. We've mm-hmm. seen it with um, Alicia Keys. Like apparently, oh, yeah. his face was still whatever. So I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it does. Kevin happen. Hart's wife. Uh, that girl, that Kevin Hart's wife, was he was married when that happened too? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, I, I I never think of a woman stealing a man. Like to me, the narrative is different. But if this were a '90s movie, the narrative would be that Alicia Keys walked up and stole that 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 husband. You know, and I'm like, as an adult now, I'm like, did nobody steal anything? Now, were the lines blurred? Was he still uh, like legally with somebody or you know married or whatever it is? Yes, but like she didn't steal him. He left. Because he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know, we have magical oh, I, powers. Women don't have magical. I'm not going to go. In, yeah, if your man really loves you or whatever, then no one can steal him. It's a crazy thought. Um, Alicia all Keys, right. Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys. I'm begging of you, please don't steal my man. Sorry. <laughs> um, when it's in your head, you got to get it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, We've come to an end. Thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, we're really into you. Hope you're into us, too. If you want to, like, make sure that we know that you're into us, follow us on all the social media things because it's so free for you. And it's, like, free for us. But also, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, it's free for us to put out content. So uh, in those ways. So on Instagram, we are at DocuSweeties. And we are also on Twitter at DocuSweeties with a one and on TikTok at DocuSweeties. And at the same time, here's the thing. There's also non-free ways to support us. Well, tell us how. You can do so for $10 a month on patreon.com slash docusweeties. We do a live every first Monday of the month and you get the episode 24 hours in advance, the visuals of that, um, as well as, you know, we're fun folks. And if you want to support us so that we can hire people to help us do things, that would be great. Um, But, you know, that's it for us. And so we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.